You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 57. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice and what marketing should I be doing to attract new clients? Well, you are in the right place, whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or you've been in business a while. This podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Welcome back to another show. I've taken a deep breath because this is show 57 and I've actually pre-recorded a lot of these well in advance because I am away on holiday. Actually, I'm probably back by now, but I've had to tape seven of these shows in a row um, because I really wanted to continue to connect with you with these podcast messages so that you can continue to learn and grow and of course, take your coaching practice to the next level. But have you ever gotten to a stage where you just feel like giving up? And I know that around this time of year, it can get so hectic and so busy that it's easy to just walk away. And it really is time to take a break, a rest, so that you can recharge your batteries. However, there are times when your exhaustion is much more serious than that. And if you continued on the path that you are treading, that you are walking, you could find yourself burned out. Now, I heard a story once where a man got so burnt out at his work that his colleagues found him sitting in the middle of his office playing with his young son's cars. Very, very sad story. Now, had he or his colleagues recognized the signs, perhaps he or they could have gotten him the support that he needed before it le- you know, led to burnout and, of course, his subsequent breakdown. So on today's show, I'm going to share some of the symptoms of burnout as well as some things that you can do before you ever get to that stage of burnout and, and break down. So that's coming up later in the show in the Words of Wisdom segment. But first, before we go on to Words of Wisdom, I just want to do a shout out and a thank you. Uh, Talker, uh, they shared one of our tweets with their community. Now, Talker is email for your ears, the smartphone app for heads up reads aloud to you, voice controlled email. How cool is that? And you can find them over on Twitter at Talker, T-A-L-K-E-R. Thank you so much, Talker, for sharing the tweet with your community. I really, really appreciate it. Now, if you would like me to do a shout out to you, just like I have with Talker, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. Firstly, you can shout out online, but make sure to tag me. My personal uh, Twitter handle is at Anne-Marie Coach or 
tag the Ambitious Entrepreneur Network, the Ambitious Pod, so at the Ambitious Pod, so that I can find your message. You can pop on over to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. We've got our direct phone number there, so you can leave a message and I'll play that on an upcoming show. So leave your name, company name. Uh, and a brief message about why you like that show or alternatively when you are on that page we've got SpeakPipe a program set up there so that you can record a message directly from your computer which is pretty cool I love technology and of course you can always go over and subscribe to our iTunes channel ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp itunes and while you're there can you rate the show leave a comment share the show with your friends and your colleagues i'd so appreciate that because when you do that um, it triggers itunes and then they kind of send our feed out give it a little bit more exposure and get it to the hands of as many other coaches who are looking for support to help them grow their business and in turn, when they grow their business, it means that they can help as many pos people as possible too. And I want to thank you so much for helping me spread the word about this podcast to your colleagues. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. So this particular topic I selected at this time of the year because I know how stressful things can get. Um, but I think it's really important to be aware of this as you go into the new year ahead, to be mindful of the triggers, to be mindful of the signs and to be mindful of the steps that you can take. And so this was based on an article that I wrote some time ago. It's called Beating the Burnout Blues, but uh, it's very, very relevant even today. So I want to start off the show by explaining firstly what burnout is. What is burnout? Now, burnout is the result of excessive and prolonged levels of stress and, and anxiety anxiety let me get that right in the workplace so for you it's in your business whether you are a home-based business whether you have office space doesn't matter the workplace I mean all of those things now when you've got excessive and prolonged levels of stress and anxiety in your workplace this can cause mental and physical exhaustion now we are also when I say we professionals are also seeing an increase in stress and anxiety in the workplace through boredom in what you do through feeling unfulfilled through feeling unmotivated and feeling like your work has no real meaning so this too if not dealt with can cause burnout so which professionals or professions are more susceptible well any person that's working in an environment that has an overwhelming stress levels um, or, or overwhelming amount of work which can cause high levels of stress or anxiety and if not monitored can cause that person to become burned out however I'd have to say that helping professionals so this is coaches we are helping professionals they in particular we in particular have a higher tendency to experience burnout due to huge caseloads um, that we you know we have to manage 
So this can include social welfare workers, teachers, medical professionals, such as nurses, doctors, mental health workers, even professionals working in the ministry. There's all through having to work long, excessive hours with almost impossible caseloads to manage and with the increasing number of people leaving the workforce to begin their own small businesses. So this is you as a sole operator, as a coach in your coaching practice, you can find that you are faced with an impossible workload, thus leaving you to feel, you know, loss of control because you've got so many demands in your work environment, which can cause enormous amounts of stress, can't they? And as small business owners, we often don't have the um, the budget or the funds to hire someone at that stage. So we end up wearing many, many hats and that can of course cause uh, burnout. Another thing that can often happen too is many coaches and helping professions, we want to nurture our clients. We wanna be the best. So what can often happen is we take on demanding clients we work way beyond and deliver way beyond what we promised in our packages and you know this can continue to really because as a nurturers we want to give we get our self-esteem through helping the people but unfortunately with all of the support we are offering to other people we forget the most one of the most important people and that is ourselves are you nurturing yourself are you providing an environment in which you too can be nurtured and if we're honest with ourselves we often put ourselves last particularly if we're mums as well and we've got children and family that we need to juggle often we will put ourselves last so what i want to do now is just to go through some symptoms of burnout and it's important to know that everyone does react differently and therefore can have different symptoms but some of the more common symptoms of burnout includes and I'll read through the list there's three different lists one's physical the other psychological and the and the last one is behavioral and I just want to read out these things just close your eyes listen to what I'm saying and just do a mental check is this something that I have you know felt am I resonating with this is this bringing up this red flag for me and if it does if you know there's quite a number of these different things that you resonate with then um, you really need to be mindful of this so first let's have a look at the physical symptoms chronic fatigue not just being tired but chronically fatigued tiredness and lack of energy and this is most of the time no matter what you do depression not just feeling sad the occasional feeling sadness but really feeling you know deep down in in the doldrums Uh, weight loss or weight gain lingering colds or frequent colds and getting sick you know physically getting sick the flu having frequent headaches sleeplessness not being able to to sleep because you've got so many things on on your mind so those are just some of the physical um symptoms let's have a look at some of the psychological symptoms diminished self-esteem and confidence boredom inability to make decisions feeling powerless or helpless and even cynicism you know and negativity and, and irritability having you know being really irritable far more easily than than normal so those are just a number of the psychological symptoms now there are also some behavioral symptoms as well this could include lack of interest in your work whereas previously you just absolutely loved your work sudden mood swings maybe you can easily become impatient 
or irritated with those around you. And another behavioral uh, symptom could be, you know, you're becoming reliant uh, on or even increasing your use of alcohol or, or even drugs as well. So those are a number of behavioral symptoms. So let's have a look at some strategies and how you can avoid burnout. Now, if you recognized one or more of those, well, not one or more, more than a number of those in each of those categories, or you really kind of think to yourself, oh, you know, what I'm experiencing is really uh, is bordering on, on burnout and you really don't know what to do. Can I please, can I please encourage you go and see your doctor, go and see your, your, you know, a health professional to get help. There is nothing wrong with you going out and reaching out with help. In fact, I encourage you to do that. You know, the stress and, and levels of anxiety, there's only so much we can handle and going out and getting support for that is so important. And you as a coach, you would know that sometimes your clients come to you because they just need support. So can I please encourage you, get the support, get the professional help that you need to help get you back on track. So very, very important. Let's have a look at some of these other strategies as well. And I think it's important that you do develop a realistic picture of yourself and gain an awareness of why you're feeling the way that you are and why, of course. So once you do that, you're able then to develop or seek an appropriate coping strategy. So some coping strategies could involve number one establishing firm realistic goals and sticking with them aim to complete the most crucial projects so that you don't become enslaved to an excessive workload and bogged down with trivial tasks i've said it so often that you know because we're business owners we often wear many hats it's important to start to outsource so that we really do work on the most important tasks outsource all the other things to admin team support team i've mentioned odesk.com is a really great resource that you can start out um, using and and many many highly specialized people can um, support you in in that particular area so the second step is avoid becoming the yes victim by learning to ask for help or becoming more assertive and comfortable in saying no. If you're asked to take on extra work by colleagues or demanding clients who continually, continuously uh, present impossible deadlines, and we all know that that can happen, and sometimes there are voluntary capacities or, or people that ask you to, to um, volunteer on their, on their committees and things like that. You know what? I know it can be really uncomfortable saying no, but it's something that you really need to learn how to do and to step into your power and be able to say no. They're not going to think any less of you. Um, so avoid becoming the yes victim and taking on far too much work. Step three, set yourself a reasonable limit of hours for your working day and your working week and please stick with it. If you say I'm going to finish at this particular time, you make sure you finish at that particular time. Even if there's a little bit more work that you need to do um, or even if someone rings you and say, oh, I need to speak with you immediately, urgently. You know what? That is the time that you've said, you know, honor yourself. You are just as important a person on your schedule uh, as a client or, or somebody else. So please set yourself a reasonable limit of hours and stick to it. So the next step is to take regular power breaks. 
you know, and sometimes these don't have to take long at all. You can get up, you can stretch, you can walk around, you can change your posture. Just by doing that regularly, and I call them power breaks, can make an incredible difference into your energy. And what I'll often do is uh, I will get up, I'll make myself a cup of tea, I'll go outside, I'll take some deep breaths, I'll stretch, I'll change my focus, you know, uh, lots of different things to get out and, and take a power break. And I tell you what, when I sit down, and refocus and get back on task it really does help uh, re-energize me so you can do that step two the next step is to incorporate change into your routine so you can avoid yourself from getting stuck in a rut you know sometimes following strict schedules and performing repetitive tasks it can lead to boredom you can also get disinterested in your work and you know if that continues on for a long period of time it can also eventually cause uh, burnout as well so sometimes what you can do is you can rotate your schedule you know incorporate a new task into your day go and sit in another room to do a task just a change of scenery can make an incredible difference in um, you know your attitude and in your whole demeanor as you are doing that particular routine or you know what put aside some time to develop your skill set so something that is of interest you're learning something new just that task in itself can add an element of change to your daily routine as well uh, another step that you can try is to maintain a regime of proper nutrition and physical exercise. This is just so very important. Many of my colleagues who are coaches in the health and wellness uh, profession or area say that exercise is such an excellent way to relieve tension and stress. So schedule it in your diary. This is something that I'm going to commit to more uh, in the new year as well so even if it's 20 or 30 minutes of exercise for at least three or four times a week um, just starting on once a week get started start to develop this really great habit because increasing your physical fitness can also benefit your productivity and level of awareness plus it can also assist you in at avoiding other physical ailments as well very very important uh, another step learn to delegate and again this is outsourcing isn't it and avoid temptation to do everything yourself you know just because you can do everything yourself doesn't mean you should be doing everything yourself in fact you shouldn't and this is such a great reminder for me as well sometimes I love doing lots of different things that's kind of the variety incorporating change into my routine but if I know by doing a number of set uh, activities it's going to um, encroach on a deadline and I know I have to get something finished it is these tasks then I need to outsource get someone else to do it so that I can really concentrate on what I need to do and if I don't I can end up getting really really stressed and my energy levels can really plummet I need to be very careful of maintaining uh, my energy so go ahead and train someone outsource uh, any daily or repetitive tasks that don't require your uh, area of expertise so that you can really concentrate on more important tasks and even concentrate maybe on just taking a break, getting away from work early, really important. Another step, learn some basic stress reduction techniques. You know, learn to meditate, learn to deep breathe. These are all incredible, incredible tools and resources. And I know you might be a coach that specializes in this. Are you using this for yourself? Or are you like the mechanic who works on everybody else's car, but your own car needs some desperate work done on it? Do you need to start to block out time 
in your calendar to do some more meditations, to do some more deep breathing, to do some of those stress reduction techniques that you are an expert in and that you are always sharing with your clients. Now you need to share it with the most important person, you, so that you can really start to re-energize yourself. Very, very important. And of course, the last step of all, this is so important, take time out for yourself and for your family. Make an active personal and social life outside of work, even if it's just one one activity. You know, your life should not revolve solely around your work, but really follow a healthy balance that incorporates time for you, your friends and your family. You know, even if it is catching up and watching a couple of really great movies or DVDs, reading a book, going for a walk down at the beach, whatever it is, please take time out for you and for those that you care about. That's the most important thing of all. Now, as I mentioned earlier, if you do recognize some of these symptoms of burnout and you really feel unable to cope, you feel powerless even to implement some of these strategies, it's important to be willing to accept counseling or coaching and go and seek out the support of a professional. Please reach out to someone and ask for help. All right, really, really important as we finish off uh, this year and start a new year ahead. Go and seek support so that you can, you know, really start to create an environment in which you're not going to constantly be um, experiencing stress and anxiety in your work. So very, very important. Now, before I finish off today's show, I want to share another inspirational message as I do with every show and not sure who wrote this either, but I really, uh, this one really stuck out when I read it. Don't cry over the past. It's gone. Don't stress about the future. It hasn't arrived. Live in the present moment. Make it beautiful. I love that. I mean, how often do we cry and mellow over what has happened in the past? And I hope that I'm not the only person who does that. You know, you're kind of thinking and before you know it, there's this full on battle going on inside your head or you're really feeling horrible because you keep bringing up these thoughts about something that didn't really go our way and we dwell on it day after day. And when we're not dwelling on a past disappointment, we can often be worrying about all of the things that can go wrong uh, with something that's happening in the future. So, you know, you've got these two dichotomies, worrying about something that's happened previously, which you really, you know, it's happened already, let it go, or worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. It's exhausting, isn't it? So stop dwelling on the past. Stop worrying about your future. Just enjoy what you are doing today. Be grateful for the small things. Spend time being grateful. Write it down in your gratitude journal. If you don't have one, maybe make that a priority to start today. Surround yourself with the things that you enjoy. Make the present moment beautiful. And if you haven't got someone in your life that, you, that, does, that blows you flowers, and you like flowers, I give you permission. Go out and buy the biggest bunch of roses or your favorite flower and put it on your desk so you can look at it and really, um, you know, get some enjoyment. It's in your hands. Whatever will make you happy, go out and do that as long as it doesn't hurt someone else, of course. 
All you need to do is decide that you will start doing this from this point forward. Live in the present moment. Live in the present moment and make it beautiful. A great, great thought as we start to move into a new year, don't you think? Now, if this was an episode that you really enjoyed and got value from, I want to encourage you to head on over to our iTunes channel, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes and leave a comment there and a rating. And if you haven't subscribed, go on over and subscribe because we've got some incredible shows lined up for you. We'd so appreciate this it really makes a huge difference and helps me get this message out to as many other coaches as possible. And you can play an incredibly important role by helping me rating, commenting and sharing the show with your friends and your colleagues. And if you've got a question that you would like to be answered in an upcoming show, you can leave your details and your question over at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. And we look forward to answering that in an upcoming show, or we may even direct you to a previous show where we've provided you with that answer. Anyway, this brings me to the end of another show. Uh, until next week, bye for now. This is Anne-Marie.